The Polydors by J.P. Leck. I hate leaving Mags and Maddie at home this long. What did that street sign say? What sign? The one we just pe- Never mind. Are we lost? Uh, only if the next road isn't Dearborn Drive. What's after that? Nothing. That's as far as we go. The house is on that street, and I'm pretty sure it dead ends. This place is further out than I thought. Yeah, it might be a little too far for a commute. Might be worth it, though. I wonder if Mags and Maddie are okay. Do you think we should have brought them? Uh, they'll be fine! There! Dearborn Drive. Here we go. It'll be nice to finally meet Margot in person. I guess. What? I don't know. She just seems kind of annoying on the phone. Really? I think she sounds sweet. And she found us this place really fast. It's barely been on the market. Whoa. Is that it? Must be. Well, that is a lot of house. Look, there's Margot. Must be the Polydors. Yep, that's us. I'm Brian. This is my wife, Caitlin. Of course, of course. How do you do? It's nice to finally put faces to voices. So, this is it? Yes, it's a bit more remote than you were thinking, I know. But the sad truth is that you have to go further and further out these days to find peace and quiet. I know you're both journalists. Is the distance from the city going to be an issue? Not especially. We both do most of our work at home anyway. I only go into the office two or three times a week for meetings and such. And I never have to go anywhere. Now, you work for the Chronicle, right, Caitlin? Right. I'm sorry, Brian. I can't recall which paper it is you work for. <clears throat> it's an, uh, an online periodical? Of course. Everything is online nowadays, isn't it? What's it called? Uh, the, uh, the Vigilante. Well, that does sound interesting. But I'm afraid I've never heard of it. Well, I mean, we cover things like fringe news. I'm afraid I don't follow, hun. Um, you know, conspiratorial and supernatural phenomenon. Oh, like those tabloids at the supermarket about Elvis being abducted by aliens and Bigfoot and stuff like that? <sighs> exactly. That's exactly the kind of thing we report on. So, how much of this land is part of the property? It just goes on and on. I can't even see any other houses. It is quite the stretch, isn't it? Hang on, let me see. Uh, mm, looks like you would have seven acres here. It's a lot of land. Plenty of room for Mags and Maddie to run around. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you have children? No, dogs. Well, they would certainly love it out here. Plenty of fresh air and squirrels to chase. Yeah, so uh, what about the house? Mm, it's almost 2,500 square feet. We could fit several of our condos in that. Can we see inside? Yes, of course, dear. Now, I just arrived myself and haven't peeked inside yet, so brace yourselves. It could need some work. The house has been in one family since it was built back in the 20s, the Tetricks. What happened to them? Well, Howard Tetrick lived here for the last 30 years or so, before he passed away a couple of months back. 
As I hear it, they had trouble finding an heir, as old Howard seemed to be the last of his line. But evidently, some distant cousin was tracked down. He lives out west, though, and apparently couldn't be bothered with any of this. He hasn't even been out to look at the place, just wants it sold as soon as possible. How do you know? I spoke with his realtor. Realtors are terrible gossips. Anyway, there was an estate sale a couple weeks back, and whatever didn't sell was donated. As you can see, the whole house has been emptied. But that's a good thing. Now you can better imagine where all of your stuff will go. Did he die here, Mr. Tetrick? He did. Will that be a problem for you? I know it weirds some people out, but I always tell them that just about every house, if it's old enough, has had someone pass away in it. That doesn't mean it's haunted or anything. No, no, that doesn't bother me. Just curious. Very good. Oh, that reminds me. You may need to get yourselves a landline out here. Cell service is pretty spotty. I tried to make a call on my drive here, and it took me several times before I got a signal. But not to worry. A new cell tower will be going up somewhere nearby before too long. Really? Well, I assume. They're going up everywhere, right? (laughs) Well, before we know it, the world will be nothing but a forest of cell towers. You're probably right, Brian. So, do we want to have a look around? I love the hardwood floors. And that crown molding. Absolutely gorgeous. (gasps) Caitlin, look! Built-ins? I've always wanted built-in bookcases. Now that fireplace will probably need cleaned out before you can use it. Hmm. Hmm. Is everything okay, Marco? This may be an area of concern. Is that a weak spot in the floor? It's pretty soft, yeah. I'm barely putting any weight on it and the planks are giving. It could be rot or even termites. Before we go any further, let's have a look in the basement. I want to see what's under this. I just want to make sure it's safe for us to be walking around in here. I think the door to it is... In the kitchen, back this way. My phone has a flashlight feature, which is very handy in situations like this. Okay, we should be under the front room now, and... Oh, yeah. Look at that. Whoa, is that water damage? It certainly looks like it. See, this pillar thing that's buckling? That's not part of the design. Everyone stay back from it. This is some shoddy work. Someone has put this here as a temporary support, which is a serious hazard. But don't be discouraged, Polydors. A good contractor can fix all of this. Probably install a new beam across here, which would really open up this space if you wanted to do something with it. Like a game room, perhaps? Sounds expensive. Well, yeah, but it could be worth it, though. Yeah, maybe. This is also something we can use to get the price down, so keep that in mind. Alright, let's head back upstairs, but remember to avoid that bad spot in the front room. If I start letting clients fall through the floors, my reputation will be ruined. (laughs) Oh, you know, we can't have that. Whew! Well, I tell you what, now that we've built our momentum up, let's head up to the second floor and have a look at the bedrooms. 
Yes, let's. How many bedrooms? Four, which is plenty for the two of you. I know you'd mentioned each needing your own office. You could easily convert a couple of these into work areas. As you can see, they are a bit on the small side, but each has a sizable walk-in closet. Well, um, this one doesn't. Really? Oh, you're right. And this is the master bedroom? Why would they not have a closet in here? I can honestly say this is the first master bedroom that I've ever seen without a closet. Oh, it looks like they used to have a wardrobe. Look, there, against that far wall. You can still see the outline of it. The big thing probably stood there for decades. A little paint and you'll never know it was there. Wait, Caitlin? What is it? Come here. There's a seam here. Oh, I see it. Looks like it's in the shape of a door. So it did have a closet after all. They must have sealed it off. Yeah, why would you seal off a closet? No idea. The wardrobe hit the door. If it was still here, we would have never seen this. Brian, let me have your pocket knife. Sure, here you go. What are you doing? Maybe we should just leave it. There! They didn't wall it off exactly. The door's still here, it's just been made to look like more wall. Let's pull it open. I really don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, let's do it. Ready? One, two, three, pull! That's incredible! This is amazing! Margo, have you ever seen anything like this? Margo? I, um, I've seen something similar. Just once, though, last year. The Benton property. Have you by any chance ever been to that old Second Empire house on Downey Avenue? The creepy one? Yeah. It has a similar story to this. The owner died of old age, and my agency was contacted about selling the place. And did you? Rather quickly, actually, but something happened before then. I stopped by the house before it officially went on the market, just to have a look at it. The door was unlocked, so I let myself in. I heard some commotion down in the cellar. There was a table, kind of like this one, and a man packing up everything that was on it. I thought he was a thief at first, but it turns out he was the one who had actually called my office about selling the place. He was the brother of the owner and was there cleaning out the house. I remember he tried very hard to keep me from seeing what he had been boxing up. It was really weird stuff. Way weirder than this. But there is something that reminds me of it. Before the man politely kicked me out, I remember seeing a place on the table, an imprint in the dust, just about the size of a book. Like the one in this secret room? It's what it reminds me of. I remember thinking it seemed like a shrine to a book. But that book was gone before I got there. Yeah, and this one is still here, so I think we should uh, take a peek. No, no. Leave it. Please. I need to make a call. (laughs) Well, 
At least the closet's big enough to hold all your shoes. <laughs> Shut up! This is crazy, right? Oh yeah. I think we gotta figure out who this Howard Tetrick was. Hi, Greg. It's Margot Fletcher with Circle City Realty. Hi. Yeah, so you know I'm here showing your client's house to some people and we... we found something. Like what? Well, I'm not entirely sure. You see, there's this closet. It has a table in it, um, with a helmet and a sword laying on it. You're kidding. I wish I were. And there's an old book, too. So, do you want to call your client and ask him how he should proceed? I mean, it is technically his property, right? Anything illegal? I wouldn't think so. It's very strange, but I don't see anything criminal. What do we do? Honestly, I'm not sure. Well, maybe we should... Greg? Greg? Did I lose you? Ugh! Stupid. Sorry, Polydors. It's like I was saying. Spotty cell service. Let me try to call him back. Uh, Margo? Yes, dear? Are you showing anyone else the house today? No. Why? There's a man out there, standing by our cars. Oh, he sees me now. Should I wave? Okay, come away from the window. It's probably just a nosy local. I'll go shoo him away. I can probably get better signal outside anyway. I'll be right back. What are you doing? Being nosy, too. Hey, he's gone. Wait, what? The, the man? Yeah, he was just right there. Look, there's a little girl down there. What? Whoa, where'd she come from? I have no idea. Oh, hello, sweetheart. I didn't see you down here. Where's your dad? There's an old man who lives here. Is he home? Oh, Angel, I'm afraid he passed away. What? Yeah, sorry. Did you know him? Where is he? I'm afraid he died. Do you live around here? Where did your dad go? I want to see him. He's not here. Now, we should really find your dad. Hello? Hello? Your daughter is here? Tetrick. Take me to him. <laughs> <gasps> Oh boy, we did. We definitely did. How is that possible? I don't know. She just, she just changed. Is she, it still out there? Use the people. Uh, uh, yeah, it's standing there. Oh, it just changed again. It's a woman now. We have to barricade this door and all the windows. With what? There's nothing in the house. We have to hide then. Here, let me see out. The secret room. We can hide in there or call for help. Come on. Oh my. Come on. Hang on, Margo. What do you see, Brian? Uh, uh, it's it's still changing. I cannot believe what I'm seeing. It's like it's a man and then a little girl and then another man and then a woman and a boy and now an old man. How, oh man, how is it doing this? It's... What do you call it? Morphing or transforming or whatever, like a like a werewolf. It can't be physically changing in a blink. The thing is like one person and then instantly looks like another. Clothing and all. Different heights and, and weights. It's insane. 
This is insane. So a spirit then, whatever it is, we need to hide. Now. Caitlin, please tell him. Brian, can I use the people? Uh, yeah, of course. <sighs> you journalists. Sorry, Margo. You know, we are ruled by curiosity. Hmm. It is a tangible thing. It's not a spirit. I can see the footprints it's leaving in the mud. Well, what's it doing now? It's pacing and muttering and changing. Over and over, this person, then that person. It's almost hypnotic. Whatever it is, it's really upset. Oh, yeah. That's like when the chameleon becomes a kaleidoscope. Get this. If it's not a spirit, but some kind of thing, and it can look like anyone it wants to in a flash without altering its physical form, what other explanation are we left with? That it's mental? It's in our heads? Exactly. We're not all hallucinating the same thing. Maybe we are. The thing outside is like projecting an illusion, radiating it telepathically, so whoever is within its radius perceives the creature as it wants to be perceived. It's like the ultimate camouflage, the power to change how you are seen and even heard. It doesn't have to be necessarily invisible or wear a disguise. Just has to alter how people observe it. Amazing. You seem to know all about this, Brian. Is this something you've investigated before with your weirdo website? Well, I mean, something similar, sure, but this? Oh, man. This is a whole other animal for sure. So why is it constantly changing? The point is to blend in, right? Because it is clearly agitated. It's like what Brian said. The chameleon is now a kaleidoscope. It is cycling unconsciously through the different images because its concentration has been broken. It's distressed. So it's just freaking out on the front lawn? Why? Margo, it was asking you about the old man that lived here, wasn't it? Yeah, it asked for Howard Tetrick, but I said that he had died. And that's when the thing lost its mind. So it's mourning? Like they were old friends? No, it was mad when I told it. Like, furious. So, I don't know, maybe old enemies? Maybe it came here to kill Tetrick, but missed its chance. So it should leave us alone, right? It's not here for us. I don't know about that. The thing was denied its revenge, so now it might take that anger out on whoever's around. The back door. We, we can just run for it. What? Are you crazy? We can't do that. We're in the middle of nowhere. We have to get to our cars, but with that thing in the way... We keep saying thing. If it's not a man, what is it? Well, I don't know what... Look, with a power like that, it could literally be anything. It could be a blob or, I don't know, a dragon. Who knows? The only way to find out for sure would be to kill it. What about a photo? If we secretly took a picture of it, the thing wouldn't know to change our perception of the image, right? Does that make sense? If it really does have this power to change how we see it, that wouldn't include a photograph that it didn't know existed, right? Right? I'm just trying to use your guys' logic here. Man, you know, Margo, I think you're onto something. Uh, you think we should try? Yeah. But then we go hide in the secret room, okay? <sighs> Deal. I guess I'll do it, since it was my idea. Should I try to take the picture through that front window? Yeah, just peek through the curtain there. <gasps> it's coming! It saw me in the window! Run! Upstairs! It's coming!
What are you doing? Getting the sword. If it finds us, I'll starve it. And you guys run for the door. Tetrick! I know you are here, Tetrick. Where are you? I know you are here. Where are you? Run! Go! Wait! Marco! Marco, come on! I have an idea! Stay there! Are you okay, Marco? I think so. Let's get out of here. I'm calling the police as soon as I get back on the highway. What? What are you going to tell them? As much as they'll believe, I guess. Wait, Marco? Your phone? The photograph! Oh, right. <gasps> oh man, that's... I mean, that's just... It's not possible! Well, we know for sure now that it was no man. Come on, Polydors. Time to go. Drive safe. Call me next week. We'll find you another house. Something closer to the city. <laughs> Why not? You better clean all the blood off before you bring it in the house. That's all I'm saying. So, you know what I'm thinking? Who gets the story here? You or me? I think you better take it. The Chronicle would laugh me out of the newsroom. I don't know. This might be a bit too much for the vigilante as well. Maybe this is the real story anyways. Whoa. You took the book? Yeah. I grabbed it when you grabbed the sword. So I guess we both get our keepsakes. Fair enough, I guess. So is that the old man's journal or what? This thing looks a hundred years old. Older than Tetrick would have been. So who exactly wrote it? And how did he get the book? 
What was Margot saying about the other house she sold, with a similar room? What was the name? Oh, ah, uh, mm, uh, Benton. She said it was the Benton property. I think we should put our house hunt on hold for now. What? Why? Because we have some digging to do. This has been The Polydors by J.P. Leck. The voice of Caitlin was provided by Tessa Johnson. The voice of Brian was provided by Thomas Quinn. The voice of Margot was provided by Stephanie Dumas. The voice of the creature was provided by Timothy Renshaw. The voice of the deputy was provided by Hans Leck. The voice of the dispatcher was provided by Lindsay Leck. And the little girl was voiced by Liberty Leck. All rights reserved. For other audio plays, short films, short stories, comic books, and novels by J.P. Leck, visit endlesselsewhere.com. Just pulled up. What'd the caller say happened out here? Someone from second shift took the call. I just came in. Something about an intruder or a squatter. Be careful. Always. Sheriff's Department. Anyone here? Hello? What happened in here? Hello? Anyone down there? Help me. Oh, jeez. How'd you get down there, sweetheart? I fell. I have something heavy on my leg. And I can't move. Okay, hang on. I'll be right down. We'll get you out of there. Please hurry. It's very scary down here.